I was telling Laura before we started <laughs> filming the theme this week is romance because this video will come out like the week of Valentine's Day. Yes. But usually we have like a specific will be like uh, fluffy fiction or uh, murder mystery <laughs> chiclet kind of thing. But this yeah. one is just generic romance and the theme is Nicole liked the covers and they all kind of fit into <laughs> that like generic um not generic but like simplified cartoon vibe that's been very popular lately so very popular yeah. i feel like we will find that there's a bit of a theme in that many of these books tend to be contemporary mm -hmm. and like so rom-com ish yes set in the present day and yes often rom-com ish yeah, yeah. <laughs> great description <laughs> so this is a series er is it a series? I think it might be. I might be thinking okay. of one later in the list. Anyways, so this is Natalie Tan's Book of Book of Luck and Fortune by Roselle Lim. Okay, I like the cover. <laughs> I like all the covers. I picked this list this episode. <laughs> okay, at the news of her mother's death, Natalie Tan returns home. The two women hadn't spoken since Natalie left in anger seven years ago when her mother refused to support her chosen career as a chef. Natalie is shocked to discover the vibrant neighborhood of San Francisco's Chinatown China China that she remembers from her childhood is fading with businesses falling and I can't speak today. With businesses failing and families moving out, she's even more surprised to learn that she's inherited her grandmother's restaurant. I think we all see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> the neighborhood seer reads the restaurant's fortune in the leaves. Natalie must cook three recipes from her grandmother's cookbook to aid her struggling neighbors before the restaurant will succeed. Unfortunately, Natalie has no desire to help them try and turn things around. She, resented, she resents the local shopkeepers for leaving her alone to take care of her agoraphobic mother when she was growing up. But with the support of a surprising new friend and a budding romance, Natalie starts to realize that maybe her neighbors have really been there for her all along. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like a cute new version of the woman big CEO returns to small town, falls <laughs> in love, except it's San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not small. Not small, no. Mm -hmm. Although I suppose the neighborhood is, is small, right? Yeah, very small, tight-knit community. Same idea. It's interesting because it sounds like that description doesn't put a lot of focus on the romance. Yeah, no, all. it's very much family-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, you know, if you like some romance in your stories, but perhaps not always the focus of the entire plot, that might be a good pick for you. Might be it. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one? Yes. Okay, this one is the first book in a series. <laughs> and it's a, <laughs> another series. Oh my goodness, I just like was scrolling down and saw the bottom description. Tessa Bailey is back <laughs> with a Schitt's Creek inspired rom-com. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> all right i'm into it okay yeah <laughs> it's called one it, sorry it happened one summer one summer it happened <laughs> that could have been the title too whatever um by tessa bailey 
Piper Bellinger is fashionable, influential, and her re reputation as a wild child means that paparazzi are constantly on her heels. Okay. With too much champagne and an out-of-control rooftop party lands Piper in the slammer, her stepfather decides enough is enough. So he cuts her off and sends Piper and her sister to learn some responsibility running their late father's dive bar in Washington. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it says dot, dot, dot in Washington. <laughs> <clears throat> Piper hasn't even been in Westport for five minutes when she meets big bearded sea captain Brendan, who thinks she won't last a week outside of Beverly Hills. <laughs> so what if Piper can't do math and the idea of sleeping in a shabby apartment with bunk beds gives her hives? How bad could it really be? She's determined to show her stepfather and the hot grumpy local that she's more than a pretty face. Except it's a small town and everywhere she turns, she bumps into Brendan. The fun-loving socialite and the gruff fisherman are polar opposites, but there's an undeniable attraction simmering between them. Piper doesn't want any distractions, especially feelings for a man who sails off into the sunset for weeks at a time. Yet as she reconnects with her past and begins to feel at home in Westport, Piper starts to wonder if the cold, glamorous life she knew is what she truly wants. Oh boy, LA is calling her name, but Brendan and this town full of memories may have already caught her heart. And he's a fisherman, so he caught her heart. <laughs> it sounds really cute, and I will say spite is the best motivator to get anything done. It's like, I will do this and defeat uh -huh. all of you. <laughs> defeat all of you. I, I wonder how old she is. Although, um, I mean, probably 20s-ish. It just, it sounds, it's funny because like the like stepfather being like, enough is enough. It's like, is she a teenager? But no, probably just like arrested development 20-year-old. Could be. Yeah. Especially mm -hmm. like uh, if it's, if it is like Schitt's Creek, then it's, uh, <laughs> they're, they're definitely old enough to live on their own. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This next one looks super cute. I really like the cover, actually. So it's The Bookish Life of Nina Hill by Abby Waxman. Okay. <laughs> the only child of a single mother, Nina has her life just as she wants it. A job in a bookstore, a kick-butt trivia team, a world-class planner, and a cat named Phil. Classic naming pets after real human names. I love yeah. it. Like a dog named Kevin always gets me. That's so funny. <laughs> if she sometimes suspects there might be more to life than reading, she just shrugs and picks up a new book. When the father Nina never knew suddenly dies, no, never knew existed suddenly dies, leaving behind innumerable sisters, brothers, nieces, and nephews, Nina is horrified. They all live close by. They're all, or mostly all, excited to meet her. She'll have to <laughs> speak to strangers. <laughs> It's a disaster. <laughs> and as if that wasn't enough, Tom, her trivia nemesis, has turned out to be cute, funny, and deeply interested in getting to know her. Doesn't oh. he realize what a terrible idea that is? How does she how does she not notice that before? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it maybe turns out he's cute. <laughs> trivia online? That I, could be. Maybe. <laughs> they're doing like a like a, a an app for their competing. <laughs> okay um nina considers her options one completely change her name and appearance uh brackets too drastic plus she likes her hair two flee to a deserted island hard pass c coffee three hide in a corner of her apartment and rock back and forth already doing it it's time for nina to come out of her comfort shell but she isn't convinced real life 
could ever live up to fiction. It's going to take a brand new family, a persistent suitor, and the combined effects of ice cream and trivia to make her turn her own fresh page. Very cute. I will say, I was very happy when it was like, oh, and also her trivia partner, because I was like, the new only new characters so far are all related to her, and yet this is a romance. <laughs> Don't worry. I was like, there's got to be someone else coming into her life. Please, let there be someone else. <laughs> well, I was like, it's either that or maybe there's like a lawyer involved or something. But, well, there uh, you go. Yeah. That could that could have also been a, a cute one, but I don't think it fits with her like nerdy aesthetic she has. That's true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, fun. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I think this next one is the one I was thinking was part of a series because it this one is so i think the part of the first or second one we read wasn't a series okay well quite a few of them are this Mm -hmm. the the, it happened one summer is a series and the one you just read is also a series Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this one pride prejudice and other flavors (laughs) by sonali dev also a series yeah Hmm. It is a truth universally acknowledged that only in an overachieving Indian American family can a genius daughter be considered a black sheep. Dr. Trisha Rege is France is San oh San Francisco again. San Francisco's <laughs> most acclaimed neurosurgeon. But that's not enough for the Rajes, her influential immigrant family who's achieved power by making its own non-negotiable rules. Never trust an outsider. Never do anything to jeopardize your brother's political aspirations and never, ever defy your family. Trisha is guilty of breaking all three rules. And now (laughs) she has a chance to redeem herself so long as she doesn't repeat her old mistakes. Up and coming chef DJ Kane has known people like Trisha before. People who judge him by his rough beginnings and place pedigree above character. He needs the lucrative job the Rajas offer, but he values his pride too much to indulge Trisha's arrogance. And then he discovers that she's the only surgeon who can save his sister's life. The drama. As the two clash, their assumptions crumble like the spun sugar on one of DJ's stunning desserts. But before future can be savored, there's a past to be reckoned with. A family trying to build home in a new land. A man who has never felt at home anywhere and a choice to be made between the two. (laughs) I think there's a bit more. Oh, was there really? Oh, no, I just was reading the wrong spot. You are correct. So this is, in case the title wasn't clear enough, this is a Pride and Prejudice retelling. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if somehow you missed that from both the title and the opening sentence. Yeah. um, (laughs) Although you never know, because in our last episode, we both managed to miss that a book about a character named Jordan Baker set in the 20s was a great Gatsby. Yeah, we're like novel until like right before the end. Yeah, they're like the glitz and glamour in this retelling, and then we're like, oh, she's holding a cigarette. That's very 1920s of her. And then we're like, Jordan (laughs) Baker, golfer, right? Right. It's all coming back to us. Yeah, Yeah. another really cute one. But yeah, interesting that we have like two in San Fran now. Now we're getting into our recommendations. Mm -hmm. Uh, So did you want to go for yours first? Sure. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) how this happened is last, our last episode was the like best of 2021 award winners and 
like bestsellers in that. And there was a book on that list that a, a romance book that as I was reading the description, I was like, this reminds me of this other romance writer I really liked. Um, you know, I don't know if it's that much like her, but you know, it sounds good. And then, <laughs> and then we had a conversation Nicole and I after that, where we were going to do this romance episode. And I was like, I'm tired of romance. <laughs> she's like I'm done I'm done I'm not gonna so so Nicole prepped this episode as she has discussed but then I don't know what happened just like one night at home I was like oh that book that I said I was interested in in our episode it's available on cloud library which is our ebook app through the Thunder Bay Public Library um so I downloaded it and it was really good and I read it in a night wow And enjoyed it so much that then I read another book in that series. Um, also really good. Yay. <laughs> so my rec is the second, the second book, which technically the first one I read was the third book in the series. But it's one of those where like, it doesn't really matter if you read yeah. them out of order. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's following different. Each book is about a different sister. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But so I read the, the book that we'd recommended last time was Act Your Age, Eve Brown. Mm-hmm. And then this one is, is it Get a Clue or Take, take the a Clue? Hint. Take a hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take Danny a hint. Brown. Danny Brown. Yeah. And it's the <laughs> Brown Sisters series. Um, yeah, it's great. So this is a fake dating <gasps> trope. Yay! Yeah. So we have a like a a very together, confident, um, motivated young woman who is only interested in like she's not interested in relationships. She's just interested in you know like having a good time, friends with benefits, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And she's has an ongoing friendly like work relationship with the security guard in her building. Like she brings some coffee and he gives her like a morning granola bar and everything. It's cute. Right. So then there's a, uh, the precipitating event is there's a, it's a drill. I believe it's a drill, like a fire drill or something. Mm -hmm. And she ends up stuck in an elevator and he goes back in for her and then like opens the prize elevator doors open (laughs) and then carries her out. And was she injured? Um, not really. No, he was just kind of worked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of worked up about it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, she, it's set on a, a college campus. So he comes out of this building, like holding her like bridal style and all the students are like, Whoa. <laughs> so record it. And then it goes viral. <laughs> that's so cute. Yes. It's very cute. And he's a former rugby player. So that's like, so he's buff. the other bit so he's buff <laughs> but it's also so part of the reason why he gets he gets attention and so she just thinks it's kind of funny like whatever she's not really bothered by it but the guy has a like <laughs> media savvy well social media savvy young niece who is like you should capitalize on this because he runs a charity that is about oh. toxic masculinity because he's great and she's like you should like leverage this moment to get more attention for your charity and he feels like kind of weird about it because he knows that he does like her but he um goes over and asks her like would you consider doing this and she's kind of like okay you know I'm obviously not actually interested in dating anyone so why (laughs) wouldn't I do you a favor yeah 
That's nice. And then, of course, they get to know each other more and things happen. Their relationship becomes physical. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> they get to know each other. And it's just, it's really good. I, the like, <laughs> I feel like it's, I mean, I don't read tons of romances. So maybe this isn't as rare as I am speculating, but like the communication between the characters is so good it's so refreshing that it's not like there's not all these like roadblocks because they're not being honest with each other like they Mm, really are I hate that right they're really good about it and like she is not as self-aware about her issues but she's not trying to be like she's not trying to lie about her reasons for things yeah it just like gradually becomes clear that she hasn't like acknowledged the actual root of some of her issues but he's very just like yes, I have serious anxiety and this is how I manage it. And this happened to me and it's the reason I left rugby. Yeah. It's so healthy. It's like really nice. Wow. Yeah. It's actually really nice. Um, and pretty hot. Not to lie to you. There's, I wouldn't like, it's definitely not fade to black level. There's more, there's more details than that. There you go. (laughs) There so you if you're go. Interested in a little bit more romance. A little bit there more romance. A little bit of, you know, some sensual details. Um, it's also very nice that there is a, there's um, a, the, the the main character, the woman is not a she's not a small woman. She's a mm. woman of larger size, and he's just like great. I love it. You're That's really nice. sexy when you're curvy. Like it's just. It just feels very nice. And yeah, yeah, great. Good book. Totally enjoyed it. (laughs) I love that. That sounds like a very healthy in many ways. (laughs) Which is a weird way to describe a romance novel. It sounds healthy. (laughs) No, honestly, I was like, this is like good, good advice for someone who's like, you know, has idealized versions of relationships. Be like, Mm -hmm. yes, you know, sometimes you have to talk through things and you might have miscommunications, but then you just are like, I'm not going to throw it away because I still care about you. So let's work through it. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. And it was similar, you know, different, different issues in the other books that I read by this author in the same series, but very similar vibe of like people working on themselves and just good stuff. Also funny. Yeah. So there's, (laughs) despite being like, I'm not, I'm not interested. (laughs) Yeah. right now um I picked it up and yeah sucked me in so and you enjoyed it perfect <laughs> I enjoyed it yeah yeah I think I told Laura I was like I think we should do romance because I just read one and it was really good and Laura was like no and then <laughs> literally the next day she's like I read one <laughs> I was like there you go <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my recommendation is the Bromance <laughs> Book Club, which is a series that, much like yours actually, follows different characters each time. Yeah. Um, it's by Lissa <laughs> K. Adams. Uh, so the basic idea, it starts basically, this guy is like absolutely wasted in a hotel room because his wife said, get out, and he does. Um because I can't remember what the the reason was. I think it was just like she had had it was like the straw that broke broke the camel's back or something. And um, oh no, I do remember what it was, but I don't think I I should say it on the spoiler. No, I just don't think it's appropriate. 
<laughs> okay. Well, yeah. look up the book and you will discover. He disappoints her in a way. Um, Regularly. In the spicy romance way and finds out about it after years of marriage. Um, so anyways, he's like embarrassed and and also really sad because he loves his family and they have twin daughters. And uh, it's important to know that he is a famous baseball player. Okay. So his other teammates come to this hotel room and they're like, what are you doing? Get your life together. Don't you want to get back with your wife? And his name's uh, Gavin. And Gavin says, yes, I love my wife. (laughs) And then they decide to introduce him to a very secret club called the Bromance Book Club. And the first rule of book club is obviously you don't talk about book club. It's always that now. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, he they basically tell him that (laughs) this is a book club where we read romances so that we can better learn to communicate and understand how our how our partners want to be romanced so they kind of they're trying to learn to speak their romantic language so that they can give them the attention and love that they deserve basically Mm -hmm. which is a really sweet idea and it's a woman who wrote this so I don't know how likely it is in real life (laughs) but he starts reading this book about like this duke and how he it very closely follows his like real life what's happening and um (laughs) he makes a deal with his wife and says I'm I'm not ready to end this relationship I want to have a month where I'm able to date you, live in the house, and then whatever, and uh, then we'll see if we want to make it work or whatever. And she's like, fine, but I have these stipulations. So he reads this book, and then he accidentally starts to directly quote from the book. <laughs> and the, uh, and then at the very end, you're, it's like a, will they get back together? Because she finds out that he's been reading romances and none of what he said is actually right. his own words. And you're like, oh my God. So it's really cute. <laughs> it has a happy ending and it's very, very sweet. I hope I described that well, but it's it was very nice. And then the next book follows uh, her his wife seems Thea it follows her sister and one of the friends that's in the book club so of course yeah yeah I think there's like three or four (laughs) out right now but I just thought it was very light very cute what my question is do they does do they say which romance books they're reading or are they just like I think they're mm, miscellaneous nameless uh, I feel like they did name it but they 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 also did a thing where like if if you were reading up to chapter seven then chapter eight would be like an excerpt from the book oh so I, see. I don't yeah. think it's a real book right because she's yeah because that'd be that illegal <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah wouldn't, wouldn't very work very well yeah interesting see and this is why it's a romance novel and not real life because in real life it would be like go to couples counseling yes yeah 
Yeah, it was it was very interesting because like they it, uh, the the idea was that these two had been married, I think it was for like two years and they got married because they were pregnant with the twins. And Okay. she has to like adjust to this new socialite status of the wags, the wives and girlfriends. Right, right, right. Yes. And it's like they're they're trying to adjust to that. He's not really paying attention to how that affects her. And it's They it's have tiny it's tots. nice. Yes. As someone And who has a tiny tot, singular, that's a lot. two at once, dang. nuts yeah so they you see it from both perspectives i know i mostly described it from his because that's where all the romance like novel reading was but yeah you get to see from both their perspectives so anyways it was a good read um i don't know that i will read the next ones but that's because i'm not like i don't know why both you and i decided january is a time to read romance novels but I don't know neither either. of us are big romance readers and we we're just like this is the time <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's capitalize up and make out make an episode. yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. I will I will read the other book in the Brown Sisters series 100%. Yeah. How many <laughs> books are there? There's just 3. So I've already read 2. There you go. <laughs> so Yeah, I love that you're reading it three, two, one. Yes. Yes. Although and then I saw that because this book 3 is the one that came out in 2021. And so then I was on Goodreads. We also talk a lot about Goodreads in our Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of our episodes this year. And um, saw that the author is starting a new series in the small town that the youngest sister like settles in in her book. And I was like, what? That's so cute. Now I get to like, you know, carry on with the, well, well, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but yes. So I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. I will continue to follow these characters. That's so cute. I love it. Um, <laughs> are we ready to wrap up then? I think so. Okay. Uh, that concludes our episode. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. We're on most uh, podcast platforms. We're on uh, YouTube, TBAPL. Um, uh, check out our show notes. We add like the titles and the author's names and some extra fun details. Um, That's www.tbplofftheshelf.com. Um, Mm follow us on Goodreads. And I think that's... -hmm. follow us on goodreads Yeah. if you have um comments or or feelings or theme Yeah. suggestions or anything please do reach out and get in touch comment on any of the platforms or you can email us at read this next all one word at tbpl.ca Nailed it. And I think that's thank all you we got. We'll see you i think in... so <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> bye bye.